0: I think I see
1: someone. She's dragging her trunk down the street. Al, hey, give her a hand.
0: <laughs>
2: hey, over here!
0: That's right. Thanks, Dad.
2: Can I get a open?
3: Whoa, no Man Presents, live from the news. For the Married With Children Podcast. And here are your hosts, Dan, Jamie,
4: and Al.
3: You heard it guys, it's the Married With Children Podcast. My name is Al.
4: Isn't it weird that you have the same name? Hey, as- I was talking to Kelly. This
5: is Jamie, and I'm a little bit hungry.
4: (laughs) What's up, guys? This is Dan. What's up, Alex? What's up, Jamie? Jamie, I'm sorry I spilled prune juice on your blouse.
3: It kind of looks stylish, if you ask me. I think so. I thought that that was just her shirt, and then I'm like, wait a minute.
5: I did, too. (laughs) And then I can't stop looking at it for the rest of the episode. Me neither. I keep staring at it.
3: (laughs) Yep, so guys, we're reviewing Fair Exchange Season 4, Episode 6, original air day October 29th, 1989, right around Halloween. Hmm. When the Bundys take a foreign exchange student to earn extra cash, Kelly gets more than she bargained for from the French sex pot. Sex pot is what she is.
4: She is a sex pot.
3: This was directed by Jerry Cohen, written by Al. Adik man <laughs> and Ron Levitt. Now Al <clears throat> the writer, he dynamite job Alex. <laughs> Dude, I can't do these <laughs> names. He he wrote like about seven or eight episodes, so he's going to be here for a little while. He wrote a bunch in 1995. So he will return, thank God. Mm. Guest stars on this episode Mila Jovovich, Richard Israel, Greg Thompson, and Douglas Johnson. So, <clears throat> this episode starts off in classic Bundy fashion.
2: Kids, I gotta tell you, I love the day after Thanksgiving. We already got that giving thanks crap out of the way, and we get to have leftovers. <laughs> Peg, is it ready yet?
6: Here it comes! <laughs> you know, Daddy, that was a great idea last night, to only eat the cheese so we'd have the crust for today. Yeah? <laughs> I bet a lot of other stupid
2: families ate their whole pizza last night. (laughs) And today they're probably just looking at the old empty cardboard box. (laughs) Uh
5: (laughs) Wait, if this aired October 29th, why would they be doing a Thanksgiving episode?
3: (laughs) Well, the title of this episode, Fair Exchange, that is a movie slash 60 TV series. But, yeah, it's it's a little skewed that way, I guess.
4: I can't do it. Dad, I think I speak for us all. This really bites the big one. (laughs) Why can't we have turkey like real people?
3: They all seem into it like this is a great privilege. And then Bud just kind of gets real, and he's like, you know, this is... He just can't do it. Yeah, I just can't do this. (laughs) (laughs) He's
4: like, can't we be like all the other people? Right. Like, shouldn't he
3: be cultured in this behavior enough that that's what is normal to him?
5: (laughs) Yeah, Kelly even said it was a good idea.
3: (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, she's all into it.
4: Well, we might as well face the facts. This food thing isn't going to go away. We've got to get some money here. There's got to be something here we can sell.
6: How about Mom's engagement ring?
2: Kelly? (laughs) Now, that ring is a symbol of our love. We could never put
1: a price on that. That's right, honey. Like they say, glass is forever. Hey! Oh, come on, Al. I had it appraised the day after our wedding.
3: Like, I used to say this joke to my wife in front of people that she wanted to kill me for. I don't know if it was like I was leading up to the engagement ring or whatever, but <laughs> I... Oh, this is gonna be good. Well, my, my joke always was, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I didn't stop till I found the most beautiful cubic zirconian that they had. <laughs> and she always said, would you stop that? Because I guess that's a major insult for a, a, an engagement ring. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, She's like,
5: people are going to think you're
3: serious. And I'm like, uh, I am. I, I am. <laughs> Why do you think I still have money? <laughs> yeah, rings are crazy, man. Like, like one carat, I think, is like $5,000. And that's if you get like a blood diamond.
4: Now, do you think it's a normal practice? Because when uh, when Peg said she got it appraised the next day, <laughs> I could seriously, like, I know so many of my friends that would totally do that. Jamie, is that like a normal practice?
5: You know, well, it, Maybe it not the next probably day. is because people want to insure their rings. But honestly, yeah. I've been married for almost two years, and I still haven't gotten my ring appraised. No. And I've been meaning to do that, you know, The whole time, and I keep not doing it. So she keeps having a podcast, right? (laughs) (laughs)
3: She's like, "All right, well, we're doing fair exchange, so maybe next weekend."
5: Yeah, I need to though for insurance purposes. But all right, I do find I do think it's interesting. She did it the day after the wedding,
3: (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah, they're not very sentimental about anything. So
6: (laughs) we could sell these. Oh yeah, my English book. Oh, I ain't got no use for that. (laughs) these school books are very important
1: to your future oh who am i kidding (laughs) let's see what condition they're in
2: well let's see what do we got here what's this detention detention expulsion
3: that's obviously different from being suspended if she was expelled then why is she still going back like she doesn't she's not registered anymore right
5: Well, we find out later she doesn't really go to class anyway, so uh, they probably don't even notice she's there.
2: (laughs) So here's something interesting. Post a foreign exchange student receive $500 a month expenses.
3: And then you receive $500 a month for expenses, which in today's money is $1,000 a month, which sounded pretty good to the Bundys.
2: That's what we'll do, Peggy. We'll get us one of those five hundred dollar a month foreigners.
3: Yeah, I don't know, honey.
1: We uh, don't have much room. Where are they gonna sleep? Well, what's the garage for?
6: I know, I know. It's for the car.
2: We'll move it over to
3: the side. Yeah, but
4: it's freezing in there, Dad.
3: Hey, I didn't say we should sleep in the garage. Oh! It's funny, because when they're contemplating where she's going to sleep, they don't even consider anywhere that's remotely nice. Like, they don't say the basement or the couch or anything like that. They go immediately
4: to the garage. Dude, it's so... It's not like we got to sleep in the garage. They all laugh. Yeah, yeah. isn't
3: it cool? Well, Why I didn't say we were going to sleep there. <laughs> and then we find out later, he says, we're going to get that garage door fixed, and it'll come all the way down pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> she, we saw her outside burning leaves to stay warm. yeah and it's december in chicago
4: <laughs> right well technically it's november well by the
3: time it she gets there,
5: october 29th
3: yeah but by the time she gets there wouldn't it be december because it's
4: how fast could they get her over there right that was another thing that i was gonna bring up because yeah when they so i don't mean to jump ahead here but when she comes in and then they're, they're scouring her bag for for money or anything, right? Well, mostly the check, yeah. <laughs> mostly the check, right? But why
5: would she have that on her? Like why? Like yeah, I was wondering that.
4: Apparently like, and,
5: she did, and I didn't get that. Oh, you know, you are just going to hand a check to. Here's like you know, I'm here saying. you go, and here's a check for five hundred dollars. Give it to your right sponsor or whatever. I don't know. And, um, I never had a foreign exchange student at my house.
4: I I have a bunch of friends that that do that. It's like a big thing around here. Yeah. Yeah, you
3: would yeah. think everybody would do it, right? Especially like those weird families who have kids just to get more money and stuff. Like you would think, why don't they do this?
4: And it's it really is beneficial for everyone too because they're just they're college students and it's it's cheap rent for them anyways, you know what I mean? And it's it's just basically Yeah, it's it's a good deal. I I have a lot of friends that do it and they love it.
3: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I never have seen a foreign exchange student, or not that I knew. Definitely never had one in my house. My parents wouldn't even consider that. You didn't see any when you were in school? like there were... Not that I know. Like They never said, hey, this new kid in our class is a foreign exchange student,
5: no. Uh, my best friend in high school hosted a foreign exchange student. He was from Chile, and... She hated him. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He he just he got on her nerves, and I felt really bad for the guy because, you know, she was really his only connection to getting acclimated oh, to that's the worst. school and everything. Oh, and that's the worst. She, she ignored him and, <laughs> you know, like left him all on his own. And I always felt so bad for him because I'm like, <laughs> Like, dude, he <laughs> help him out. And he, she's like, he's annoying. <laughs> he's not annoying, he's foreign. He
4: can't help. <laughs> kid knows nobody. He doesn't have any friends. All he wants is just to, like, talk to a girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of girls, so, Yvette.
6: I wonder when little Yvette will get here. Uh, Kelly, I believe her name is pronounced Yvette. Yvette. <laughs> <laughs> I was pronouncing it in English.
4: Oh man, what a break getting a 17 year old French babe. (laughs) All the times we'll have.
6: Don't go boinging around the house just yet, Toad Boy. (laughs) Frenchie's all mine. At last, I'll have like a sister, a real girl, not just a boy trapped in a pimple's body.
3: Yvette is played by Mila
4: Jovovich. Um, dude. <laughs> really? Dude, yeah, but and you know, too, because uh, of, of a future show that we're doing, unrelated to this podcast, how relevant that yeah, is. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's weird, dude, yeah. Dazed and confused. Yeah, she's only in it for about two seconds. I think she's in it for, like, two scenes in the whole yeah, movie, Yeah, she just, right? like,
3: plays a guitar and rolls <laughs> a joint. <laughs>
4: Right, yeah. But I'm thinking, though, in the 80s, though, because she was a model back then. Oh, I believe that. This has got to be one of her first things. I think it's like her
3: fourth acting role. Okay, all right. She plays a French girl, but she's actually a Ukraine born actress, supermodel, fashion designer, and singer who was on more than hundreds of magazines. And her big films are The Fifth Element, Ultraviolet, and the Resident Evil uh, franchise, which started in 2002. Um, She was also in pretty notable movies like Chaplin with Robert Downey Jr. Um, She was in both Zoolanders, if people like those. And she (laughs) is in the upcoming Hellboy movie that's coming out in uh, 2019, and it's in post-production. Uh, she made it very big. She has a net worth of thirty-six million dollars. So, uh, yeah, she's doing fine. Um, I gotta say though, I don't know if it's the covers or the commercials or the images I saw, but I never uh, Resident Evil never appealed to me. But I know it made a great video game or something, or, or like it came from a video game or something like that.
5: The video games, yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of the. First, the second, third wasn't bad. The fourth was excellent. Fifth mm-hmm. and sixth, not so much. The seventh one that came out last year was incredible. And the the movie series. Uh-oh. uh Oh. Uh
3: oh.
5: The fir- I, I okay. The first one though, it had really little to do with the video game because they do the you know they use it as kind of like a jumping off point, but it wasn't like dead on the video game. Mm. So it was kind of disappointing to a lot of people. I think it was fun in its own respect, but beyond the first one, I didn't really care for them. Wow.
3: I I had no idea that they were that
4: not beloved. They're also just fun over the top action flicks. I mean, and that's and and it works for the game. Yeah, and I agree Jamie too. Like, I had a I had a blast playing playing this game back in the day. I don't know which ones. I didn't even know they made 7. I kind of assumed actually, but um with the movies they're kind of hit or miss. Like, they made some later in the franchise with uh what was it? The one in the jail there where she crashes the plane and they're trying to get on the ship. Um, dude from Sons of Anarchy's in it and, and whatever. They're okay. Like, they're, they're fine. But um, I don't think – I wouldn't call them beloved though.
3: Right. I guess not. Yeah. I mean she – I thought they were because there were so many.
5: Well, yeah. I was, right. I'm kind of surprised they made as many as they did. I guess perhaps they have their audiences. But to be honest, like starting with the second one, it – when the second one came out, it was uh, – they were doing the – like the choppy editing – and right. the camera work was so zoomed in that you couldn't mm. really tell what was happening during the fight right. scenes and I, it was one of the first films to piss me off doing that hmm. and i remember because i reviewed that one when it came out and i was angry because i couldn't see anything because it was just
3: zoomed in yeah
5: the yeah it was annoying and so that was one of the that became like a big thing back in you know everyone was referring to the mtv editing right uh, back in the day and this was one of the first films that Hmm. i that outright made me angry doing that
3: so you know what mine is batman begins like during the i love that movie but during the fight scenes they zoom in so much. I can't tell what Batman's even doing.
4: His, yeah, Christopher Nolan's fighting style, the way he shoots it is
3: ridiculous. Oh, it's horrible. That always pissed me off. I was like, why is it so close up? Like, I can't even see what's happening here. And I hated it. You know why?
4: Because they, they didn't do that in The Dark Knight Rises. No, I don't think at... they did it again, no. No, they didn't. But remember in the Catwoman scene where it's, the guy's just falling down by himself? Oh, God. Remember that? That see that's what happens.
1: Hello, my name is Zvet. Hello. Welcome to our country. We have so many questions to ask you. Um, what's your country like? Uh, how was your trip? Where's our money?
4: Oh. <laughs> I apologize for the animals. <laughs> I'm Bud Bundy, your love interest. <laughs> and this is Mom and Dad.
6: And I'm Kelly. You'll be going to school with me, so if there's a hiney to be kissed around here, it's mine. <laughs> oh my, you are so attractive. Are all American girls as beautiful as you?
4: In their dreams.
6: <laughs>
4: She's beautiful, though, man. And and say what you want about like all wait like I. I, I I think she gets caught up in that whole thing where it's like, oh, she's so hot that she can't act or whatever. I, I've seen her in some stuff where I totally disagree. I think she can act. I think she's pretty damn good. She's even good in the in the Resident Evil movies, you know? She had her characters her character's pretty badass, you know?
5: I don't no, I'm not saying her, that's true. She right? she is. And I actually if there's one thing that I take away from those films, it's that I do enjoy her. Like I I like watching her. I think she's, she's pretty badass. And, you know...
3: Well, she has tons of acting credits, so somebody thinks she could act. Otherwise, they think that people just want to see her on TV or the screen or something, you know? Like, people just want to stare at her. Either way. But uh, yeah. they can get her on, so...
6: It'll be great. I can teach you about American guys, and she can help me by carrying my school supplies. You know, like my music, my Walkman, my overnight
5: bag. <laughs> Well, I assume her overnight bag is because she whores around. <laughs> oh my god. Right. Like who is it? Oh, like in the Breakfast Club, Ally Sheedy has panties in her in her bag, and she's like, "Cause you never know, we're gonna have to jam." Oh my god, <laughs> that's Kelly.
4: <laughs> well, so here, here's the thing with that too, though. I think that later on in the episode, when she's kind of playing naive, I think that's all an act. Because in the beginning of the episode when she's just like, oh, you're so pretty or whatever. And then by the end, she's like ragging on Kelly. I, I, maybe like she – it's one of those
3: things like when you become famous and everybody in the world loves you, you instantly become a jerk and stuff. Like I wonder if that's if that's kind of what went on. You get jaded instantaneously once all this stuff is thrust upon you. So,
5: Oh, by the way, that top that Kelly was wearing when they were – had that exchange oh. – did it look like she had like her at first when she turned around because she was at the door, and she said something about Yvette, and then they had that whole exchange. When she turned around, I thought her nipples were popping out. Oh, they out. were. Oh, but God, they were then the I thought, but then I thought those were like doodads on her top because there were there were a bunch of them.
4: No, they they were out all episode in different outfits too. They okay. were. Okay,
5: so that, that actually was her nipples. Okay. I don't know. I I assume.
4: (laughs) I I just remember noticing
3: them this this uh, watch, but I don't remember exactly where. So that must have been it. If you did. So Alan Peg go through her suitcase. Yvette says,
6: "Well, I am so happy to be in Chicago, a land of the Cubs and the big wind." (laughs) (laughs) Ow! It
2: wasn't me.
3: So Peg thought that when she said the big wind that Yvette was immediately referring to Al farting in that moment.
6: (laughs) I would love to talk for hours, but uh, I'm cold and tired. Uh, Where will I be sleeping?
4: Uh, My room is this way. The left side of the bed is for you.
3: Now, how hot would that be? Like, every time Bud says that, I just, it just takes me back to when I was like 15 years old, and can you imagine this girl, just naive, stunningly hot French girl in a mini skirt? Oh, just yeah, come on, honey, just go in my bed and and we'll sleep next to each other. Like, and this really happening?
4: I think Bud was serious too. Like, he really thought he was gonna get some.
3: Well, I I don't know why they why do why would Alan Peg even care? They'd be like, yeah, whatever. I, I I think they would say that. But then they they've f- decide to have a parental moment now? Like, after all you have neglected us and and all this other stuff, now you're going to care that I have a girl sleeping in my bed? Seriously?
4: Yeah, it, o- it only seems like they care when it's like a burden on them financially or something. Obviously, with this episode, you know, with Kelly and her grades as opposed to this chick and her grades even later on. But yeah, w- whenever they make a decision like that, without some pettiness behind yeah. it it's like oh wow so okay so that's that's wow okay so they're trying to be parents now okay
1: no honey you'll be staying in the guest room next to the car yeah.
2: <laughs> now if it's a little chilly in there don't worry about it we're gonna try to get that garage door down real soon
1: <laughs>
6: got it five hundred dollars <laughs> well uh <laughs> had a long light and a long walk from downtown so i'm a i'm a little hungry uh, do you
7: think i could have a little bite today?
3: so the Bundys find the check in her uh big uh overcoat or whatever they run immediately out of the house to start buying food i guess <laughs> now we are in the high school uh so that's
4: cool it's uh, it's either Bayside High or Angel Grove High School. Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> This is the opposite of what Bayside High looked like. Um, pretty gross. Um, it's cool to see. It's cool to see the school. It's very Bundys. Oh,
5: that's another set.
3: A new set. Yep. The sets just keep on coming. So that's good. This show, pretty much, you know, in the first season or so, and a little bit of the second, they weren't really traveling that much out of that living room, but. From season three and on, it seems like they really kicked into high gear and never – they're not really letting up yet. So that's good, and they shouldn't as the show gets more and more popular, Mm. which it's almost at its peak right now. I think the peak of this popularity was season four,
4: five, and six. Well, Alex, I got to tell you too that – so I've only been on this show for a short time now, but thus far (laughs) – this this probably has the, the scene that made me laugh the most. Yeah. Out of everything so far, and it I don't even like it was definitely on purpose, but it wasn't even a line or anything. And it's coming up or later. <laughs> it's in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but continue. Yeah, I'll bring it up in a minute. Yeah. yeah. As
3: soon as it happens, let me know if I miss it.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: She says, uh, are, <laughs> we've been in school for hours. Are we gonna be going to a class at some point? <laughs> that is great. Uh, and you think they just got there because they still got their coats on, so it's funny to hear that in juxtaposition right. to what you're seeing, you know. I'm
6: sorry. What happens next? Well, first we'll meet some boys. Uh how do we do that? <laughs>
3: And Kelly drops her, uh, you know, fall coat. <laughs> and, wow, this tight red dress she's wearing is unbelievable. About 12 guys, like, rush over immediately. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and this one guy, uh, his name is Bob on the show. He um, They gave him a name. Yeah, they did. He, <laughs> he immediately gets, like, roid rage. And he's like, hey, I was talking to Kelly. I <laughs> hey, the, I
0: was talking to Kelly.
3: <laughs> Everyone's trying to get Kelly's attention, but he's the one who like Royd rages out and starts getting angry. <laughs> and like <laughs> the
4: alpha male. Yeah, the
3: alpha man. Hey, I was talking to Kelly. And uh, that is just so funny to me. Like they have one guy that we focus on. And he says something.
4: <laughs> yeah. Then I
3: found out later why he even spoke, and it's because he's uh he's like a real actor with a, a SAG. Like I don't know if t- to be the other guys in the background, you don't need like a SAG card, do you? Or do you need no? It, okay, no,
5: no. As a matter of fact, you can't get your SAG card if you've never spoken a line.
3: So he must have had it. So they figure we'll we'll use it anyway. You know, since he he has it because uh, his. N- his name is Douglas Johnson and he, he made his rounds in T V uh Doogie Hauser MD Charles in Charge Baywatch, but uh, beyond that I think he did like eight different things and he was done acting, so but that's why he was able to speak. <laughs> Kelly kinda like just walks away from these guys and they just stay where they are.
6: Oh, you are so popular. Yeah, well I'm kinda like the Beatles of the twentieth century. Twentieth
5: century. 20th century.
3: You're so <laughs> stupid.
5: which i think is i i love that line because it's so subtle that a lot of people probably didn't even catch it right right you know because she just kind of slips it out there no one corrects her no i mean it's not no big deal is made out of it you know she just slides it out there and you're like wait a minute right yeah yvette's certainly not going to correct her
6: now do what i did oh no i am far too shy go ahead maybe you'll get one
3: so Yvette takes off her hat, and as soon as she does that, I mean, that's a pretty quick uh, foreshadow of, right. of the next uh,
5: moment. Well, I was waiting. I mean, as soon as you see them right. turn the corner wearing those long coats, you know it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So yeah. I was waiting for the moment when Kelly would drop hers, and then I assumed the next step would be for Yvette to drop hers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pronouncing it. An American. Right.
3: We can't complain. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'm gonna have a rough time editing this show.
5: I'm sorry in English. I think she actually did say English. She wasn't that stupid then. American.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she failed French too.
3: So Yvette drops off her coat and she's wearing this hot, tight, like black dress. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
5: And I was disappointed. Ooh. What? Really? Yeah, I... Okay, okay. Kelly is wearing this bright red, super tight dress that looks really hot. And Kelly has a lot of curves, and she looks good. Blonde hair. So, and there's a lot of contrast, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's... She stands out. So I was waiting for Yvette to be dressed just as hot or as hotter. Mm. Right. To me, when she dropped her code, it was disappointing because the black dress doesn't really. I mean, f- like from TV, it made her look flat. I mean, like I it because it was black. So oh, like, but it there's was so tight though. Yeah, it was, but I just think it wasn't oh. as hot because it should have been like a brighter color or something. Right. Now. This is me being very nitpicky, I know, but I just wish it could have stood out more. It could have popped more. Showcased something more, you know, because of that that was kind of the point, is that mm-hmm. she was going to overshadow Kelly. And to be honest, you put the two of them side by side, I don't see it. I think the only reason the guys were more attracted to her is because she was foreign and new. new
0: right. And oh. they,
5: they're already familiar with Kelly in every way, probably. <laughs> Honestly, okay. <laughs> I think Kelly's way hotter than she is.
4: Wow! See, I was gonna pose that question. Yeah, me okay. too. So,
5: Who's hotter? Wow! Well, here's my answer. That,
4: <laughs> Jamie, I don't disagree with that. I, I totally agree with the whole dress thing. I just think that you're right too. It's probably just like a different look, different color hair, uh, foreign chick. So that's why they. <laughs> that's this is this is the scene, guys. I laughed so hard. When they throw Kelly oh, out of the way. Yeah. Dude, I laugh so hard because. You can't fake that. That guy launched yeah, he pushed her. her. Yeah. He pushed her so hard that I rewound it like three times just to make sure that I saw what I was seeing was correct. Cause I was like, oh my you can physically see her like bracing herself. Like like she was gonna think <laughs> it was so messed up, and I was like, oh it's this my. guy in this black leather jacket who does it. Oh, it wasn't Bob? <laughs> no. You would think it would be Bob, the alpha male, right?
3: Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, when you type in fair exchange married with in Google, it'll show you a bunch of pictures from this episode, namely that scene. And if you keep scrolling down, it shows you our next episode, the search for Miss October. Mm. So that's kind of (laughs) weird. The the two in a row, it comes up with this thing.
4: I think she wore that dress a little better than Mila, but yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at that
3: dress now. Um, Jamie's right; it does come off as a little flat.
4: No, I mean in the next episode, Miss October. Oh God, she, she wears that black dress a little better than.
3: Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Right. Yeah, but uh, so me, I agree. Um, I would still prefer Kelly. Uh, but she does have like really long, perfect legs, though Yvette
5: she does have really nice legs i I will... yeah yeah i yeah, I will agree with that so
3: that's tough to pass up um and plus, you know Kelly will always be there anyway, so if this girl's here and she looks like she does, it's kind of like well, let's jump on this, and if this doesn't work out, we still got Kelly,
4: right. And th- and I think that's the whole thing behind it. And I-, I-, I do agree with what Jamie said, though. You know, like if they wanted to make it pop, they could have done a different color yeah. or. Yeah, it
3: definitely does not pop. That's true.
4: But just for the record, I would choose Mila just because of what we were saying. Right. Right. The unknown factor, man. Kelly's always going to be there. Like you said, yeah, she'll be there if this doesn't work out. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: So Jerry Cohen does this thing where he pans through the Bundy's kitchen so he starts off at buck's dog bowl and it's loaded with a steak the bundies are like devouring steak and chicken and bread and sides and blah 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 gluttonous they are going ham yeah and the only one not eating is Kelly, because obviously she's... Oh, yeah, by the way, I don't want to gloss over. That look on Kelly's face after she's shoved in the lockers and she's just staring at all the guys on Yvette, (laughs) that face read so true, man. That is a high school girl in that exact situation, and that's the face she would have. Christina Applegate was spot on, just with a look. That was really good. And I think that's what puts the show, and makes it so great, like a dumb you know, 80s, 90s comedy sitcom, but the actors are just so spot on with every choice. So they uh, are eating and pigging out, and Al actually toasts to the French, which, you know, everyone will find out later on that he hates the French. So (laughs) this is way out of character, but he even insults them, but he says, but they do write a damn good check or something like that so so that was funny um he'll never say another you know compliment to the french again though kelly's social life is dead she is a a bud so she says to peg or al she goes daddy what does a what 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 does a washed up has-been marry and then he goes huh and he points to peg and then she goes mom what kind of guy do you get when nobody else wants you and she points to al <laughs> like how perfect man like the two of them are exactly like they're at their lowest point when they chose each other like how <laughs> how romantic
4: and it just shows that all they care about they're just so shallow and all they care about is food <laughs> like if they can have food like they just don't care about you at all which brings me to another really fun I think it's probably the second funniest scene where it's not a line too it's when Marcy walks in right after that uh, you know they, they both walk in and <laughs> then Peg goes over to talk to him, and they go and try and swipe her plate. Oh, oh God. My... That's the best. Like animals, dude.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, when Peg gets up to talk, and the way she, like, scrounges everything together and throws, and puts the bread under her arm, and she walks over to Marcy with a chicken <laughs> leg or something hanging out of her, yeah. a drumstick hanging out of her mouth, another one in her hand, the plate, the bread. It is, like... Savage animals, man.
5: It's <laughs> just so light for it. It's. So I wanna, funny. Oh yeah, I don't want to skip over Kelly's moment when she, I, This was actually pretty smart for her when she goes to the door and she's like, you know, um, what does she say about the nerds that is the group of or the the something club? The, yeah, something nerd of the something club, and then. She opens the door and says, oh, yeah, it's the Founders. founders. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, look at her knowing a word like Founders. I was proud of her. Yeah. Was...
3: <laughs> she gets smart when she starts insulting.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, Ke- no, Kelly's got some really smart moments throughout this series. Like, uh, like even more so than I think probably Bud. Yeah, she has those moments. It's
3: weird. Whenever Kelly is not just being dumb and she has – Things going on, and she has to scheme and stuff like that. She actually doesn't come off as stupid as she does, yeah. When she's being stupid, you know, it's weird, right? Marcy and Steve come over because they think they're breaking some kind of news to Peg. Because, um, now (laughs) I thought when they first started doing this, I thought, wow, so they thought Peg was above that, huh? Like she wouldn't have a girl living in her garage for whatever reason, but. It it eventually becomes clear that they think they're breaking the news that Al is cheating on Peg, right?
5: Oh, yeah, and that he has a girl living in the garage. Didn't we just do this,
4: though, in the last episode without cheating?
3: (laughs) Yeah, wouldn't that be crazy if Marcy goes, now, Peg, I know last week we realized it's not true, but guess what? He actually does have somebody he's cheating with, you know, like, but they, you know, wrote it better than that. But, like, it's funny, and then... What's really weird about it is that they said they took pictures of Yvette. Now, I would, too. I'm not blaming them for doing that. But they have pictures of Yvette, and they still thought
4: Al was getting her? Like, you had a clear view of this girl? Yeah, well, you're right. Right. And, and also, too, with all these, um, like, with Marcy instigating this, and then with Al cheating in the last one or whatever, you know, as sleazy as the Bundys are, you find that it's more of the accusations and anything that create problems. It's never really Al doing anything that wrong. Like, well, like, for instance, uh, you know, when he meets all these hot chicks or whatever, like I never thought for a second that he would actually, well, maybe for a second, yeah, that he would actually cheat on Peg. But the shenanigans come where, because I feel like they just really do love each other. But then when you throw in stuff like that, then that's where all the sitcom shenanigans ensue.
3: Well, Al's willing to be inappropriate with Hot Girls,
4: but he's, he's never actually. He's never done it, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, as sleazy as they are, there is a line yeah. with all these people, you know? Well,
3: Yvette was setting leaves on fire for heat in their driveway. <laughs> Peg goes, oh, I know all about it. She goes, "She goes. other than having to honk when I want to get out of the garage, she's really been no problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Yvette is sitting like crouched down in a garage and all of a sudden you hear beep. <laughs> and then she looks and has to get up so Peg can drive out.
4: Move. They just keep her and they're like an animal. Could you, yeah, that's what it's like. Like, wow, man. Oh, that line this. just
3: spoke volumes of to how horrible this is.
4: It's so bad. It really is horrible. Uh, You're right. So uh, Kelly's
3: super depressed and Marcy tries to help and probably delivers her best moment uh, thus far anyway, Um, Mm. definitely for the season. And I think this is like a top three Marcy moment ever, at least so far.
7: Oh, now Kelly, you mustn't worry over this. You may find this hard to believe, but I myself wasn't popular in school the hell you say no it's true I couldn't get a date with a cool guy no matter how much I put out I mean try. so I finally started dating a nerd (laughs) (laughs) you dated a nerd yes His name was... Well, his name isn't important. My friends couldn't believe I had sunk so low. Boy, did they laugh when I let him take me to the homecoming dance.
2: Wait a second. I took you to the homecoming dance.
7: That's right, you did. Anyway, we went on dating, and I endured the laughter and the ridicule. And I came to marry... Well, his name isn't important. <laughs> the point is, yesterday's nerd can grow up to be a wonderful and giving man. So if all you can get is a nerd, I say, try one. I did.
0: Hey.
2: wait a minute. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You think you heard laughter? Well, when I was dating you, I had a few milk bones slipped into my pocket.
7: I was pretty. My mother told me so.
2: Compared to your mother, you
7: were. Oh, so now you don't like my mother.
2: What's not to like? A
5: 60-year-old woman who played the drums. Nerd. Eat girl. <laughs> I know who you're talking
3: about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The best is earlier on, she goes, well, we don't have to say his name. And then she uses that line again after she said, then I ended up
4: marrying. Well, we don't have to say his name. Right. Even more awesome, too, is we found out uh, Marcy, before she met Steve, was a little uh, little promiscuous, huh?
3: Yeah. No matter how much she put out. (laughs) Now, Jamie, did you have to resort to dating a nerd ever? Or do you prefer the bookworms?
5: I've always, yeah, I've always been kind of attracted to the the geeky guy, even way before geek was chic. You know, like right. it is now, like you know, but uh, when I was in high school, I always liked the smart guys and the. Now that doesn't mean that smart guys couldn't also be cool guys, right?
3: Like they might still wear chains and black leather.
5: We had <laughs> honors. Stu- I mean, that was the thing about my high school is <laughs> that you know, like the head cheerleader was also the. She was in the running to be valedictorian. Wow! So, like, there was a mixture of cool people, smart people in my high school. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a TV high school where you had like all the nerds with the pocket protectors that that didn't do anything cool. Like that didn't happen. So, yeah, they just had acne. I um, I ended up dating some cool guys, but they were also, but they were smart first, and that's always that's always been what's attracted me.
3: Yeah, I guess it's it, it has become more of a hybrid thing and shows like this still exploit the idea of a straight-up nerd with a pocket protector.
6: So that's my future. <laughs> well, that and
4: 40 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> See, another great Bud line. Oh, man. yeah. He's killing it. He's killing
3: it. So that's it. my future. He, just, he decides to turn around.
4: Well, <laughs> that and 40 pounds. Now
3: meanwhile, we all know Christine Applegate's today and I will say that Bud was wrong. Yeah, he was. Doesn't look like she gained 40 pounds to me. Nope. So Kelly does resort to dating nerds, like we said earlier. This nerd, Myron, spills prune juice right down.
4: Myron. (laughs) His name's Myron. Ah.
3: (laughs) His real name is Richard Israel. He was in Revenge of the Nerds 3. He played a geek in Saved by the Bell. And in 1997, he will return to Married with Children as a court jester in A Babe in Toyland.
4: Yeah, that's about right.
3: (laughs) So (laughs) he's, he's played nerds in other places.
6: Mwah. Well, I had a great time, guys, but I got to run. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Allie,
5: you know what would make this the
6: perfect evening? Oh, what, Myron? If Yvette would kiss me goodnight.
4: Oh. <laughs> Do you think that would ever happen in a million years? Where it's like, cause okay. As much as I say, you know, like, oh, I prefer for Milo over Kelly or whatever, like, if I had the option and I was rapping with Kelly, you don't mess that up just to have, like, a small percentage of a chance with another chick. Like, no, you write that
3: out. Kelly even, like, agreed to see him again at the Mollusk ever-changing convention
4: or exhibit, right? Didn't buy that at all. Yeah, yeah, didn't buy that at all.
3: Yeah, if she says yes to you, you don't blow that just for a kiss from Yvette, which might not even happen.
4: He doesn't even know who he is, and, and he's just, really, dude? That's that's quite a leap. Like, okay.
3: He should have invited her to the Garonda Pencil Factory
4: uh, tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what's weird, too? The The, the look that she kind of gave him on the way out was just like, oh, my God, whatever. But it was still sexy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about.
3: Mm-hmm. And you know It's weird. That Ticonderoga pencil thing, that's actually real. It's it's a, a company called Dixon Ticonderoga Pencil Factory. It's in Florida. So they went to Florida and went to a pencil factory. <laughs> like, why <laughs> would you do that? Uh, so Yvette was on a date with two guys at the same time. One was the Roid Rage guy. And the other was the guy who he talked to when he pushed him around. And that guy, the other guy's name is Hank in this episode. I love when they name people and never bother to say it on the episode. Right. Hank, Bob. Uh, Jamie, did you ever date two guys at once? Like you ever go on a double date?
5: (laughs) Uh, No.
3: And then have a third date lined up for after that? (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Yvette is, like, unbelievable, man. I wonder if she's... Oh, she was on a tear. Is she, do you guys think she's going the Kelly route and going all the way with these guys? All of them?
5: Uh, see, I, don't know, I often wonder how far Kelly actually goes to. Like, I mean, it's played up that she's this big slut. But, I mean, right. what's she what's she really doing? You know? Right. Uh.
3: Yeah, I think one time we uncovered that it might actually be true. So it's best not to think about it.
4: <laughs> so it's basically whatever they can get away with, with saying on TV without being right. – yeah, okay. I got you.
3: Yeah. It's an odd observation with this guy, Bob, who did the roid rage thing, and, and this is why I, I he stuck out so much to me. Because when Kelly took her coat off and her red dress was showing in the high school and everybody ran up, he got very um, – He just – he kind of flipped on the guy because he was very possessive over Kelly, like as if he wants her all to himself. And it's weird because his character is showing that Yvette is so hot that with her, he's just willing to share her as long as he can get near her on any level. Right. So that is pretty interesting. Like if anybody would even remember that he's the guy who said, hey, I'm talking to Kelly. (laughs) So that's pretty interesting. Like, that's that's what they're showing about Yvette compared to Kelly. Mm-hmm. So like Dan said, Myron wants a goodnight kiss from Yvette instead of Kelly. Uh, so he gets nothing.
1: So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir.
3: You just blew a good thing, baby. <laughs> Bud is building a home entertainment center. So he's drilling holes in the wall, not to hang up a TV or anything, <laughs> just to look at Yvette change or just sit there.
4: Oh, it's for ventilation.
3: Oh, right. So the heat gets in. <laughs> <laughs> How hot was it, though, when Yvette said, oh, dude, it's OK. I don't mind if you peep.
4: Had to pause the episode. Take a hot, uh, take a cold shower. Whew. I feel like she was always like this, though. That's what I'm saying. I feel like she was always like this and she's playing dumb. Maybe you right. In the beginning. Unless she made that leap, too, but she was pretty ruthless to Kelly. She <laughs> hit towards the end there, you know? Well, well excuse me, young lady, but where do you think you're going?
1: On a date. Oh. oh, no, you're not. I got a call from the principal today, and it seems you're failing all your subjects. We just can't have that.
6: I'm failing, too. Uh, Kelly,
2: please, we're talking to Yvette.
1: He didn't mean that, dear. You have to study, too, I suppose. <laughs> but if she fails, she has to go back home. And we're out 500 bucks a month.
6: Well, I guess we better study. I'd love to, but I've got to go dust off my accordion for school tomorrow. Uh, I've got my eye on the big, fat tuba player. (laughs) Oh, please, Kelly, you have to help me. I'll beg someone to go out with you. If I fail, I'll have to go back to France. And I'll have to give up all your boyfriends.
5: Like, I'm going to have to give up all your boyfriends. Right! You know, I'm just going to put it out there. I don't like her, and I'm glad when when Kelly gives her the boot. I don't like it. I'm, I'm very protective gone. of Kelly. I, I am. Yeah. I love Kelly. Just, you know, step off, you know, back up and go back home <laughs> and get your own boys. Go home. I mean, I don't, I don't like her.
3: Yeah, I don't like that she made a direct correlation that there she took something of Kelly's.
5: Right. I mean, it'd be one thing if she was just, you know random guys or whatever but it's it's almost like she was pointedly going after right Mm -hmm. and you know she was rubbing it in you know
3: oh she said um if you help me study i'll
5: oh i'll beg someone to go out with you and i'm like bitch like i (laughs) i I just (laughs) i wanted her to punch her (laughs) well
4: here's the sad part too kelly actually got what she wanted she got like a sister in the beginning of the episode how she was acting you know that's what she wanted, like, not necessarily even, like, a timid person or or somebody that doesn't know anything, which actually would coincide with Kelly's personality because she doesn't know anything either, but... It's really sad, and here's here's the really messed up thing. I don't know if you guys noticed this too, but I did get a general sense of what they were trying to say with this episode. Uh, Not exactly with foreign exchange students, but I've seen girls take kind of – not take, but become friends kind of and see the evolution of their relationship with, like, a nerdy girl, and then you see it, like, a year later, maybe, like, that summer – and that that chick's like upped her game, and she's hotter now, and she's not necessarily the nerdy chick anymore. And then you get to the point where if they surpass that person that got them there in the first place, you see this weird like competition thing start to happen, oh, yeah. kind of like in Clueless, like
5: Jawbreaker,
4: oh, Jawbreaker, Clueless, right? Like Clueless, yeah. Yeah, and I've seen that happen before and it's it's weird. So that's that's the general sense that I got from this episode where I'm like, Wow, I have seen this happen to a certain extent. Like I said, not with not with exchange students, but with that whole hierarchy, you know? Yeah. And here's the point though, I think, to the episode where I think, Jamie, when you said that that you felt protective of Kelly, I think that's the whole point, right? So Mila had to be kind of a villain. Yeah. Yeah, like you have to be because if you bring in somebody lovable, then you got to keep them.
5: <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> Kelly's stuff. our girl, and we right. want. You know. Yep. Yeah. So she 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 had to go.
3: Yeah, unfortunately, the we won't be able to see that black leather mini for long. That's a damn shame.
4: We'll see another black dress in the next episode. You're like in ever. for the night, no? Yeah. Right. Oh, she's ruthless. Oh to her.
3: God! Yeah, she was really. Yeah, you're right. I don't like her. <laughs> but God, I do though. Ugh.
4: Man, I know. We'll just watch Days and Confused next week, Alex, for Cut to the Chase. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Aaron will love that. Yes. Okay.
3: So I love Al and Peg coming in and suddenly their parents again and like, whoa, whoa, no, you're not. You're failing your classes, little girl, and blah, blah.
4: If you fail, then he's eating fast food, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're always eating now. <laughs> They're like, no, he's just so cocky about it now, and he's just so arrogant, where he, whoa, 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 giddy. as he stuffs his face with a burger. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I uh, took this little snippet out of uh, the clip of Alan Pegg talking to Yvette, because I want to cite this as a sex point, so here it is. Oh,
1: stop that!
2: Out! I can't help it, I'm giddy.
1: <laughs> Must be from all this darn eating. Oh, my God. <laughs>
3: yep that's definitely a sex point they get they're giddy they go upstairs absolutely Peg gets a sex point hey guys want to represent the Married With Children podcast go to tpublic.com t-e-e-p-u-b-l-i-c dot com just go to the search bar and type in Married With Children podcast they have everything you need to rep your favorite podcast tank tops long sleeve shirts baseball t-shirts, crew necks, hoodies, they even have these in kid sizes, phone cases for all different styles and sizes, laptop cases, stickers, wall art, notebooks, mugs, pillows, tote bags, travel mugs, you name it, they got it all, guys, and for great prices, go to tpublic.com for all your Married with Children podcast representational needs.
6: There's no point in us both staying home. Go out, have a good time. I'll study, and when we take our test, you can copy off me. Oh, you would do that for me? what are little American sisters for?
1: (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Who wants seconds on crust?
2: (laughs) I can't believe it. Yvette flunked every subject. She even flunked French. She must be the stupidest girl in the world.
6: Well, I'm the stupidest girl in America.
2: I know you are, Pumpkin, but we're talking about something important now.
1: Uh, Honey, you're important, too. Just not as important as 500 bucks. (laughs) Oh, Al, now they'll never give us another exchange student.
4: Yeah, I never got to use my holes.
6: (laughs) I lost a sister. I'm hurting
3: too. <laughs>
5: Even fails French.
3: Yeah, she... How do you fail French, right? <laughs> I guess when you don't go, that's how you do it. Jerry Cohen, when he directs this episode, he decides to use the same exact panning that I mentioned earlier in the in the kitchen from Buck's dog bowl all the way up to the table. And this time... Buck's Bowl doesn't have a steak in it. The table isn't loaded with food. No one's devouring anything. We're back up to that table, and there is a pizza sitting there. And it's probably like the third, uh, third stage of that pizza because now it just seems to be crust and things like that. Just the outer crust, I mean, the edges. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Kelly is literally happier eating pizza crust and having her social life and all the boys earlier on she wasn't even eating when the table is loaded with real food that just goes to show you that food isn't everything it's it's more than that life isn't all about eating or having money <laughs>
6: oops my dates are here all oh, right <laughs>
3: so now kelly's dates are here she says dates As in uh, plural. Uh, I guess she's pulling an Yvette and she says goodbye in French.
4: Sort of. of. She tries to. Au revoir.
8: (laughs) No, ma'am. We'll be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Be sure to subscribe to them on the Apple podcast app. And please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to Channels and search up Married with Children Podcast. Now they're available on the TV Time app. Go to your app store and type in TV Time. Join their Patreon and support your favorite podcast with a small monthly donation. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now Dan, Jamie, and Alex are going to give their final thoughts on this week's episode.
3: And guys, real quick, another special shout out to our patrons of this show, Steven Scott. Thank you so much for supporting the show, and Tyler Tigno. I mean, he even upped his pledge for absolutely no reason at all, just out of kindness. So thanks, man. That's we really appreciate it so much you know we know uh, we have network issues that we don't know the future things are looking okay now so we are still going to try to get to some specials with our new lineup uh, the schedule's not exactly the same it can't be as frequent but you know the people who are pledging now are just doing it to support the show in general for for us putting out a high production weekly show i guess and that's the only reason they're doing it so uh, we really appreciate that, and we will be dropping some bonus content along the way. So you could still look out for uh, movie reviews that cast members are in, and you know the uh, wrap-up show and stuff like that. And we are going to do Tang wipe and Tang witches and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that. All right, guys, how many holes are you drilling in the wall <laughs> leading into the garage for Fair Exchange, Jamie?
5: I'm going to drill five holes for maximum heat exchange. (laughs) I really love this episode. It show Mm -hmm. it. I love Kelly episodes and because I love Kelly and that this I think is a good one. And I like to see her, uh, you know, reign supreme. So Mm -hmm. five for
3: me. Yeah, you like to see her in school and the whole dynamic of her and of.
5: Well, I just like to see her win. Um, also, this had really this had a really excellent Marcy moment, which I thought was oh. was, was oh, yeah. classic and fantastic. Um, even though Peg and Al didn't do anything really this episode except eat, <laughs> uh, it still it was you know that's what they do when they have money they eat. Ah, so. Right. <laughs> five
3: out of five. Awesome, Dan. How many? holes are you drilling into the uh,
4: <laughs> well Alex uh I would also say I'd like to drill the maximum amount of holes for what was it what did you say Jamie? <laughs> maximum ventilation oh, heat exchange for heat exchange yes for the forward exchange heat exchange um no I would give this uh four four and a half holes drilled uh only because I the, the fifth one he couldn't finish because somebody caught him <laughs> drilling the fifth one but um, no, see, I agree with Jamie the, about about, um, about Al and Peggy in this episode. They didn't have they didn't have a lot of lines, right? But that one Al one killed it when he <laughs> over here. <laughs> he yells out the thing. It was so funny. That was great. And I agree with with what you uh, you know with what you guys said about just seeing um, seeing the different aspects, seeing the high school aspect, seeing Kelly in her element was cool. Um, obviously, like I said, Bud had some great lines, um, hot Milo Jovovich, obviously. I mean, yeah. Um, what else? Oh, there was one more thing I was going to say. That's pretty much it. I think the, the episode overall was just fun. I don't know. Like I, I've, I know I've seen better episodes than this, so I want to reserve that, that 0.5 right. for, 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 you know what I'm saying? Cause I do remember, uh, absolutely loving it, so I'm trying to refrain from loving every episode (laughs)
3: you can and not that i'm trying to encourage you to but i'm saying like don't forget like our rating system is still netflix so if you really like it four if you love it five like regardless dude i'm gonna tell you now this season's pretty strong to me so i'm gonna end up loving a lot of them so i hope that doesn't become obnoxious or repetitive yeah like i'm not gonna hold back just because i might say that about the net you know 80 out of the next 200 we do you know it's
4: it's if i love it i love it it's all good (laughs) You know what? You got it. it gets a five. I'm with you, Jamie. It gets a five. Not only because, too—I I like it because, like I said, it has two of the funniest moments that I've seen so far, and they're not even lines. Right. Like, what's not
3: to love? I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, sure, we might get repetitive, but who cares? Like, <laughs> we can't lie to you and act like we didn't love an episode just because— <laughs> We're going to give a lot of them a five out of five and they're not all going to get that. Believe me, we got a lot of seasons that it's not like the most remarkable episodes are in every single season. So that's not going to happen a lot, but it might get repetitive for the next two seasons like this one and the next one because they are the peak of the show.
4: I think then the biggest thing to come out of this conversation here is I may – because I remember loving so many episodes, so, and, yeah, I can't say that I don't love this one, so, yeah, I, I, I give it a five, but, yeah, I think that may be the bigger discovery here. I may just love this show.
3: Too bad we, uh, or we still could, we should write down all of our ratings and see how we think about this show overall at the end, you know, that'd be funny. Mm. So, yeah, awesome. Two five out of five. We'll make it three, guys. I already said that I was giving this a five. I love this episode. There's nothing, nothing weak or wrong about it. It's it's on point from beginning to end. I mean, just amazing. <clears throat> right starting with the pizza in the very beginning, the whole thing about the foreign exchange. Hey, over here, they come in, sleep in my bed, this side of the bed, the garage, <laughs> The, the hotness, the high school, the, the, the background characters, the whole dynamic of Yvette stealing Kelly's boyfriends, how Kelly deals, what goes on, Marcy's amazing little segment there, Steve's reaction to it, uh, the Bundys being in the background but never really feeling not there. They're, they're always a constant, but they do give the spotlight to Kelly, which is great, and but mm. just does not not shine either his interjections are phenomenal <laughs> like wow yep. um, right and right to the very end where the we find the whole like narrative of the episode is that you know if she fails then they they just say well you can't stay you, you know she's not doing well we're taking her back and then <laughs> that's what happens because of Kelly's influence and horrible plan which was obviously on purpose and Kelly's happy again at the very end, and they're back to being the Bundys eating pizza. I mean, it's it's like a great moment in time captured, and now they're back to normal, but it's, it's always great to relive that great moment when Yvette was in the house for a week or two, or whatever it was. Like, Just really good stuff. Um, just love it. So, that is a 5 out of 5, straight across the boards. That's normal to me, man. Season 4 is where it's at to me, so... I'm so glad that um, that you guys see that too. Like how well, I know you know we're both fans anyway. But uh, that was definitely this is known as the golden years of Married Children. Uh, so that was fair. Isn't that a
4: show? Isn't that a show too, though?
3: Uh, the Golden Girls. Oh, okay. And the Wonder Years. You're probably combining the two.
4: <laughs> That's what it is.
3: <laughs> so the next episode is desperately seeking Miss October, and I sure am too. Um, when a sexy centerfold visits Al's shoe store Al tries to retrieve his Playboy collection You know, you weren't supposed to tell us that <laughs> Spoiler Yeah, really So the there's only one <laughs> thing that gets revealed at the very end and that's about it But thanks guys <laughs> See you next week
4: I never got to use my holes
3: Oh!